everyone. We're starting something new today. We're going to do a semi-monthly operation called Brag on a Teacher. It's an opportunity for us to share some really awesome instructional practices that we see going on in our work and interviewing people that we are randomly with to have them brag on teachers too. So today we have Kelly Freeheit, we have Meg Orchard, and we have Ann Bennett, who are all colleagues of ours. Yeah, yes, that's a good way to say it. Yeah, so, yeah teammates. Yeah. Um, one teacher in particular, we'll wait to say her name. Yes. Well, let's brag about her first. Okay. And then we'll say that's who fine. she is. We can, we'll, I'll fake guess. Okay. You describe it and I'll fake guess who it is. No, Anne's going to help me describe it. Okay, good. She knows more. She's always there. Perfect. <laughs> so there's this teacher that we work with who this year is teaching social studies. Ooh, and she has a class set of Chromebooks in her classroom, and she's at Camp Road Middle. And from everything that Anne's always bragging about her, she's like one of the most innovative teachers in the world. So Anne, can you tell us some things that this teacher does that are innovative or bragworthy? Sure. Or just generally awesome. Yeah. So she is amazing at tapping into her seventh graders, which if you've ever taught seventh grade, you know that it's pretty much the worst year. Mm -hmm. I have not. It always seemed very scary. It's it's awful. Um, But she does a really great job of tapping into her kids and of finding ways to basically make them get interested in whatever it is that they are going through. So, for example, for World War II, instead of just being like, hey guys, so here we are, Axis versus Allies, Here's some battles, the end. She created an entire game board experience and the students had to basically work through various sections and they got to move their game piece. And it was this whole idea of getting them to be really involved in their learning and to give them a little bit of inspiration up on the board every day to see where am I? All right, I'm gonna move my piece. Check me off of this section. I'm going to the next piece of this game board and finally making it to that finish line of having learned everything that they need to know about World War II. But that's one example she's great at getting them to own what they're doing. They've got their trackers that they get out to put in all of their information from the various quizzes and tasks that they've completed. And she's just super cool. She talks to them in really student-friendly language, tapping into that whole middle school mind. And it is fun to be in her classroom. That's awesome. So let's get to the chase here, Anne. Who are you talking about? I'm talking about Ms. Megan Orchard. Oh my God, That's my right. earbuds are not fit my big head anymore. <laughs> I know. Well, um, so I have teachers that I work with at my different school, which is totally different than Camp Road, who always talk about Meg Orchard and all the cool things she's doing in her classroom and how she's engaging students and doing some personalized learning stuff. And I have teachers who I think, or one teacher, Alex Toombs, we'll give her credit, who regularly mm-hmm. calls you and you guys talk about she's a Spanish teacher and you're a yeah. history teacher about ways that she can do some things that you're doing in your well, classroom. Well, I will confess that we are like best friends. So right. We don't always talk about. Well, right. <laughs> but that you but even talk about. But we do school. sometimes collaborate on how to be more personalized in both Spanish, excuse me, Espanol. Espanol. Right. Oh. Or social studies. Right. I love that. Well, it's funny because she asked me for some resources. So I shared with her your World War Two. World War One. She probably had already seen it. And that's what she <laughs> said. She goes, thanks for sending me some stuff, but I've already seen all of this. Do you have anything else? <laughs> I'd just like to usurp your role a little bit <laughs> and like just that. come in and like secret coach. Well, it was awesome. <laughs> it was great. So Kelly, um, based on the things that Anne was saying, did you hear anything that, any elements of the core four 
Because I, I heard them all, I feel like. That is a tricky side question there. I know. <laughs> I, I mean, it was. Well, you know, we're talking wow. about personalized <laughs> learning and, and engaging students. But I heard, like, data-driven decisions. Student and, like, reflection. Yep. Yeah, definitely in student And reflection. I know Meg polls her kids, so targeted instruction. Yeah, for that unit, we did seminars. So Ooh. it was less, like, um, targeted... Um, on ability level and more targeted in uh, interest level, which is not something I always do. I love that you're approaching it from different directions like that, like Mm -hmm. that you're even thinking about that. I mean... I will confess that this is actually my student teacher's idea from last year. She did these seminars on, like, do you want to come to women in World War II or African Americans? And I was thinking, like, that could really be brought in. So I'm always driven towards, like, ability level because, you know, they all have such different needs, especially in a heterogeneous social studies classroom. But... Uh, the seminars were really successful this year. Uh, Anne tweeted a picture of one of my students who literally lost his up. tooth yes. oh my in class. Oh, I remember hearing yes. about this. And, and he leave. wouldn't he leave. Yeah. He was, was like bleeding, bleeding and yeah. tissues. tissues. Don't report me now. to like OSHA for the biohazard. <laughs> I promise I did the like, um, what's it called? She the was wearing the procedure. Yeah, I did like the yeah. bo- okay. bloodborne pathogen. That's why I did that. It was totally legit. They're the best. Yeah, stay schools. Shout out. It was a seminar day, and he was like, no, I need, I need to stay. Yeah. I mean, so, that's like the ultimate in engagement. You are injured and bleeding and will yeah. leave the classroom. And exactly. how many kids in your class? Well, that class has 34. Wow. Hallelujah. I know. Oh, wow. So I actually would have liked him to go to the nurse, because then I'd have a place to sit. But no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> how funny. So Meg, when you think about the work that you've done so far this year, what are you most proud of? Um, I'm... Ooh. You can take some time. I can edit this. Yes. Okay, good. I'm most proud probably of like the sustainability. Like when I first started PL work, it was more like um, days of PL or um, units or you know what I'm saying? And it took a while. Something here and something there. Yeah. And I think that's an appropriate way to enter. A lot of times the teachers I talk with at my school feel overwhelmed because they're like, well, I can't change everything. And so... This year, I really tried to be strategic, having had a couple years in my back pocket of, like, well, little pocket mm-hmm. um, PL stuff. Um, this year, building in a structure where it was more sustainable. So, like, the way that we did pretests and um, I call them checky checks. I don't know where that came from. It's very When cute. you're talking, okay. like, to kids, like, it's time for a checky check. <laughs> um, <laughs> those little things get built in, so it becomes routine, and then... the then the creative choice side kind of launches from that. So the structure was more sustainable mm. this year, you, I guess. You sound like your mindset has changed, too, from, like, last year. Like, you, I don't know, You just, it just seems more ingrained in your practice now. It's not something where you're like, oh, I should do something with personalized learning. It's just, like, always there now. Yeah, I, I think for sure. And um, in no small part, it was sort of because I kind of accidentally became the PL person at my school, and I really had to step up because I I don't know that that was really true. Sorry, you know what I'm that saying? Kind of was a little bit. But um, when you ha- when you start to become that person, then you have to, well, you have to rise to that challenge. And so I felt like a fraud if I didn't do 
like more systematic PL across the board, then people would come observe me and be like, well, this, what? I'd like to point out that you didn't have to do that. You chose to do that, and it's really awesome that you did. Yeah, well, okay, thank you. You know, and I'll say that too as part of the why we're bringing on Meg today, because you're right. Like, she, she didn't have to do that. Have to do that. Yeah. She felt that's the type of person she is. She There's felt so many like people it was who something. would have not done that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They would I mean, have been like, well, Kelly volunteered me for this. I am not doing this. Right. She can forget about that. But right. look at Kelly. I know you can't look because you're on we'll podcast. Put a, we'll, we'll put a picture in the show notes. You can't really say no to Kelly. She's like the cutest thing I in know. the world. I it's know. Like, it'd be like saying no to Santa Claus. It would be. You want to put Kelly in your in I believe in Santa Claus until he's 18. See, exactly. Someone who believes in Santa Claus till 18. I'm sorry. Is that a true fact? It's true fact. <laughs> what? You wow. can't say no to somebody like that. Yeah. It's too innocent. It's no. like crushing the If you didn't bears. believe, you didn't receive. No. I love that. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah. Uh, all you parents out there, try to keep that train rolling. Yeah. <laughs> also, don't let your kids listen to this. I'm sorry. We yeah. were just crush their dreams. <laughs> oh, yeah, we, just, we just added Santa Claus. We'll uh, put a disclaimer you, at the beginning. Good point. Excellent. So, Meg, are there any teachers that you would brag on? Oh, my Ooh. gosh, there's so many. Um, we just did our learning walks at our school, uh, and I was really proud of all the classrooms that they were in, and probably more that they didn't even get to see, but um, some that spring to mind. Um, the end-all, be-all, really, for our school is Julie Bullard. She's, like, on another plan. Um, or plane of thinking probably Ooh. is a better way of thinking about it. She just approaches content and learning in a way that I would never think to, and uh, her students really thrive in that. Do y'all um, share students? or No, she's okay. in sixth grade. Yeah, she's sixth grade. So I inherit yeah, her, okay. which oh, is fun nice. because, you know, you – you always want to inherit kids from someone you could never oh, live for, up to. For sure, yeah. <laughs> Your tricks. Yes. You're going to get any uh, tricks. I know. I have to up my game. So what? when you think about what Julie's doing, what's your sort of t- – what makes her so great? Like, what's the – I mean, what, Anne has, can also speak to this because she's been in her class a lot. But I think what makes Julie so great is she takes – what on the surface might be sort of a simple content to get. Like she teaches both sixth grade ELA and social studies. Um, And so let's say they're doing something on Egypt and she kind of flips it on its head and has the kids thinking about or creating things that, that are beyond the standard. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Give me, give another example. So in her ELA class, they, one of the texts that they were reading this year um, was called How They Croaked, and it's about how different famous people died. Um, oh, so not only is that super interesting for sixth graders, once you get back, pa- past the fact that the whole book is about people dying, but she... But it's like funny death. It right? is. She turned that into, okay, now take your favorite person from this, and we're going to get online, and we're going to analyze some different sources of information about these people to actually learn, okay, you've got a piece of text that you can reference how are you now going to take that and apply it to this overwhelming amount of information that you have online? Because they're all very famous figures. Sure. Marie Antoinette, yeah. Cleopatra, Mozart. And so taking what could have just been a very simple you know, text that they're going to read through and practice some close reading or practice some analytical skills, she turns that into this entire project that's you know taking it and putting it in the real world and having these kids parse through information to really think about, okay, what should I trust when I'm getting online and trying to research something? So that's just an example oh, yeah, of that her. That is like layers on yeah. layers yes, on layers. Yes. And just her, like she's on a different plane keep of existence. Keep peeling back <laughs> the onion and they're not crying, they're like smiling. But sure. um, It's like they're leaving the classroom and they're like, how did I learn all that? I don't even know what happened. I know. Exactly. Yeah. I think she like, it's like a ninja. yeah. She, that's really yeah. great. 
digs into their brain. Hasn't she also supported you with helping build more capacity at Camper? Yeah, she's also on our PL team. And, um, like, she meets with some of the people that aren't on our PL team, but maybe soon. Like, Jessie Casa Mm -hmm. is another, like, super brag teacher. She's awesome, eighth grade math. And Julie and her talk about flipped learning, which is not necessarily Mm -hmm. fully my style. So their collaboration, I think, has reaped its rewards as well. That's awesome. So Kelly, you are in so many different schools and you work with so many different educators. Is there anyone that stands out to you other than, you know, Meg, of course? Yeah, so um, Mary Hoffman at Ellington. Um, You all should visit her. It's a fourth grade classroom, was there two days ago. Um, And when you walk into her classroom, students are at different places. So she's got a lot of flexible furniture. Um, But a lot of it's just handmade, like she created it. Um, What was really interesting about the environment was students were creating persuasive essays that they had chosen a topic on. Um, I witnessed a kid throw his hands in the air and say like, yes, I did a five paragraph essay. And what child does that? When a teacher said five paragraph essays, they just be like, oh, this weekend's going to stink. Um, So I want to shout her out, out, but I also feel like her students – work have been excited to be in her classroom. They said it feels like home and that they feel like they have ownership. Um, So I think she's not only that, but she's a voice for her students. And sometimes that's what our students need. Mm -hmm. For sure. That's awesome. So I encourage you all to check out her classroom, fourth grade. Definitely will. That's awesome. Thank Mm -hmm. you for the recommendation. What are you doing next, Meg? Do you have any, like, for your kids in your classroom? Um, what are we doing next? Oh, well, <laughs> look how for, I said we, because I keep trying to pretend like Anna and I teach together. Yeah. Not for this year, but Meg is finally graduating from middle school. It's taken nine years. I heard a story yes, about this. I do too. She's finally getting promoted. And she is actually going to be taking a new position teaching high school history. And so we are going to build, or we are in the process of building, a digital breakout centered around the Constitution. Yeah. Ooh, we're wait. doing, like, comedians and cars getting coffee, but it's comedians and cars getting the Constitution. That's, That's awesome. awesome. And so we've, like, been photoshopping <laughs> Alexander <laughs> Hamilton on <laughs> Jerry Seinfeld's body. <laughs> <That's> and awesome. <laughs> Stephen Colbert is now a founding member of our country. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he wrote Federalist Papers. They're lesser now. Yeah. <laughs> They're lesser. Like, I wish I had known this information when I was in high school. Yeah, I love it. This is going to be great. So I'm excited about that. But for this year, I'm not going to forget my current students. Right. Uh, we're, we just, we're writing our DBQ right now on the atomic bomb. So we're going to wrap that up. A lot of interesting ideas of whether we should have dropped it. And then we're getting into the Cold War, so I like to build a Berlin Wall and, like, stratify them for, you know, a, a class period or two, like it, you know? Yeah. You get to either be in West Berlin and live the high life. Right. Democratic Ooh. style. You know, this is true indoctrination, right? Yeah. yeah. Right. I want them to value our American values. That's right. That's right. Well, well um, I used to do the same thing for French Revolution with yeah. the, you know, the, the guillotine. The guillotine. I kind of head off on our guillotine yeah. after we tried Louis the Sixteenth. I saw a picture died. of that, too. You cried? She died. She died. I built a guillotine. Yeah, it was hanging on her door, so... Guests walking into the room could have easily been beheaded. That's right. <laughs> Just period accurate, I will argue. I mean, during the Great Terror, like you, you look at the guillotine wrong, and you were going to get your exactly. head chopped off. Did you know? I'm sure you do, but everyone else listening might not. That there was a wild pack of dogs that roamed the streets of Paris during the Great Terror. 
they only lived on one thing. Do you know what it was? People's mm. heads. Blood. They Ew. drank the blood that was running through the streets, and that's what they would That drink. is absolutely foul, and I love that. Me too. Yeah. My students used to love that. I'm not going to lie to you. My classroom, from a bird's eye view, would seem, you know, creepily violent. Well, it's history, and, and when I taught history, yeah. I used to say the same thing. Like, everybody died, guys. That's everybody true. we're going to talk about is dead. I would have my kids draw pictures, and they used to ask me, can I draw guns? And I'd say, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, right. okay. As long as it's a period accurate. <laughs> That's right. I do not care. Mm-hmm. I do yeah. not care. Well, I wish I had you all as history teachers because I don't remember any of these facts. You're saying. <laughs> the wild pack of dogs is like a. a That's a, a good one. Okay. There was yeah. this book I used to use a lot. It was called uh, I forget the name of it. Some weird history, but it was like how Catherine the Great, I don't know, baked a little person into a cake and would jump out. Like they would bake a pie and then put little people in it and then put the crust on top and they would bring it out and they would pop out. I actually I've seen there's a images. There's like, a book that's cartoons all of that. weird yeah. stuff. It's like like a she also is attributed to having invented the roller coaster. Oh, is that true? Huh. Which, I don't know if that's true, but somebody told me that once. I heard she also had a lot of gentlemen callers, we'll yes. say. Yeah. Yes. Oh, my Quite goodness. Right. This is like a side note on Catherine the Great, so you're <laughs> yeah. welcome. I love it, people. Um, I'm glad Kelly gets to go back to the If I can think of the book, back to time. We are four history teachers plus Kelly sitting at a table. No so. idea what they're talking about. <laughs> yeah. So much nerdliness. I, I know. But she believed in Santa Claus till 18th, so That's right. she used to love her. Yeah, she wins. Yep. Well, you're at the table for a reason, Kelly. That's yeah. right. A good one. Well, let's see. We're at 17 minutes. Why don't we just wrap this up now? I like it. Um, we're, let's go around and just share our Twitter handles so we can see pictures inside of your classroom, Meg, yeah. for anybody who's interested. But I am Lacey, and you can find me at TechNerdLB. I'm Kendra. I am at Tech and Teaching. I'm Anne, and I'm at Anne Hills Bennett. I'm Meg, and I'm at, at M underscore Orchard. <laughs> <laughs> we could delete the weird boss. <laughs> no, I'm like, I'm, I'm going to leave it. These need to be no edit episodes. Okay. All right. That's what we call them, bragging on teachers. I'm Kelly, and I'm at... <laughs> at Kelly underscore free. Uh-huh. And as normal, Lacey and I together are at two tech coaches. Yeah, and we'll link all these on, on the show Shows. notes in case you couldn't hear it from our giggling. That's right. Uh, give us feedback on Brag on a Teacher. These are going to be unedited versions, so you get to hear what really goes on. Yeah, and hey, if you have a teacher you want to brag out, brag one, why don't you let us know? Find That's us right. on Twitter and tell us all about him or her. We'll make this happen. Thanks for listening. Yeah, bye everybody. Bye. 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 bye.